Ladies and gentlemen, this is TJ, and I have a brief statement I'd like to read. I'm sure you're aware at this point in the broadcast, we typically have some type of humorous interlude to the topic of discussion. Wesley and I have a brief back and forth, which usually results in the denigration of my public image. Tonight, we will not be having a humorous introduction to the program, and the fault lies squarely at the feet of our producer, Jeremy. It is one of his many functions to write and produce the introduction to the program, and this weekend he has failed not only Wesley and me, but you the listener as well. Instead of writing the introduction, he wastefully spent his time and resources watching Funny Baby and animal videos on YouTube, which resulted in a failure to meet the broadcast deadline for the program. How many times do I have to say I'm sorry? Hmm. So, without further ado, we will now continue with our broadcast. Thank you for your time. I said I was sorry! Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. You know, Wesley, a few weeks ago, we celebrated Mother's Day, and kind of the running joke for us was that we were kind of waiting until the last minute for uh, Mother's Day to celebrate it and all those different things. So we're trying to learn our lesson, and we're actually doing a Father's Day episode a week early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the reason for that is uh, we're just going to go ahead and give you a little special preview for our listeners. Uh, Wesley, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about next week with the Heart of Marriage? Yeah, with the heart of marriage, really focused on uh, the biblical picture of marriage, the biblical role of a man and a woman, how they come together, and then we'll kind of close the week off with what um, what roles can uh, marriage play in your sanctification process. So we're really excited about that. That'll be June twentieth to the twenty sixth. We'll have some uh, written content, we'll have some audio content, and we'll have some memes going up throughout the week. And you're gonna want to follow Engage Magazine on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter, and you can get the you'll be able to get the first uh, uh, first bit of the con- of the content for that week. Yeah, and uh, you know the thing is, we have a graphic designer, Canada Burkhalter. She's absolutely incredible at what she does, uh, and she just makes these beautiful images. Uh, we've got them all over for Heart of Marriage. There's going to be a ton of resources uh, available for the Heart of Marriage. So uh, check out uh, check EngageMagazine.net out next week because uh, we're going to be doing that. But this week we're talking about Father's Day, and you know as uh, Jeremy Wiggins is our producer. He is a father of five, six, six now, six um, now. And so, uh, you know, as we were, well, all three of us were fathers, and we were just discussing, okay, what do we want to, how do we want to cover Father's Day? What do we want to discuss? And one of the things that we kind of noticed was during Mother's Day, when you're at church, the pastors always tell moms what a great job yeah. they're doing. <laughs> and when it comes to Father's and Day, are, no, wait, and they well, are they absolutely are. they okay. are. Let's let's okay. yeah, we're just gonna yeah. settle that. You're going to get me in trouble, Wesley. (laughs) (laughs) But when it comes to Father's Day, it's always like, you guys are terrible. Absolutely (laughs) terrible. So here's what we're going to do. You're not as good as mom. That's what we're told. That's it. So what we're going to do is uh, we're kind of doing an engaged thing. We're actually going to start out saying sometimes dads are terrible. Um, We we absolutely recognize that fact. And, you know, we're always told... you know, don't say something bad about somebody unless you you are that thing, yeah. right? Well, we are that thing. We are dads. So we can beat up on ourselves a little bit. Yeah. But in the next segment, we're going to be featuring Jim Shimpert from One Million Dads, and we're taking the lighter side. We're going to be talking about some of the things about fatherhood that we love. Uh, but the first one we do, there are severe, I don't say severe, there are serious challenges yeah. to fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and scripture speaks to that. And as we were discussing this as a team, uh, our producer, Jeremy Wiggins, had some great ideas from Scripture. So, Jeremy, uh, tell us a little bit, where did these come from? 
Well, there are a lot of bad dads in the Bible. Let's let's be honest. It and uh, brother Bert Harper and I were talking about this, and it, and it goes hand in hand when you have a major figure in the Old Testament like Moses and David, and look through all of the kings that are mentioned, the prophets that are mentioned, even back in Genesis. Look at all the bad dads you have there. There's a lot of bad dads in the Bible. Absolutely. And these are still great men of God, but they had severe uh, parental problems. And so what I thought is, is we could look at three bad dads of the Bible. Hopefully we can get to all three and see the lessons that we can learn from them. And so mm-hmm. I, I've got three. They're Eli, Jephthah and Jacob. And the first one that we'll look at is Eli. Now, Eli was a prophet. Uh, you can find the verses surrounding Eli and his children in 1 Samuel 2, verses 23 to 25. And I call Eli your classic example of failure to establish boundaries with your children. All right, now, real quick, we've got to, to define. Um, before we do that, I do want to say this. Uh, he mentioned Bert Harper. You can listen to, Bert, to Brother Bert on Exploring the Word at 3 o'clock. Central, mm-hmm. uh, Monday, Monday through, through Friday. Friday. Great program. Bert Harper, Alex McFarlane talking about apologetics. The study of the scriptures is great. Uh, so what do you mean? What what are boundaries? What does that mean? Well, here's the thing. When I, when I think of your boundaries is I think of you come to this point in your life where your child no longer respects you as the parent. You have either aged... Uh, forsaken all uh, parental initiative and just decided your kid's going to be your best friend. Right. And so when they, grow not up, healthy. when they grow up to be adults, there's no boundary anymore. There's no father or mother-child relationship. Now you are on the same level. And we know, of course, that that is completely unbiblical because mm-hmm. children are supposed to honor their parents. And, you know, that means placing them on a level above you. And so what I mean by this is Eli had, by the time his children, his sons, had grown up, he lost complete control. Mm-hmm. And that starts at a very early age. You don't. Well, you I don't know. even know that it is a bit about control, but it's also about respect. That's right. That's what it boils down to because his sons, you know, at first Samuel, we're seeing in the scriptures where Samuel comes to them and he says, Look, guys, I've been, uh, he said, Why do you do such things? I hear from all the people about these wicked deeds of yours. And, and he says, This displeases God. And the guy said, So? Hmm. Who cares? Yeah. And so uh, as a father, I cannot think of something uh, in relation to my children that would break my heart more than for me to come to them and say, listen, uh, this is what's going on and it displeases God. And they look at me and say, I don't care what you think and I don't care what your God thinks. Mm. That would be heartbreaking. But here's the thing. Part of it is that we don't spend the time instilling a deep intimate love for and of God mm-hmm. into our lives so much less we can't put that onto or uh, we can't really exemplify that for our children and a lot of times you'll see this taking place from one broken family to the next absolutely mm-hmm. and generations and generational. generational yeah you'll see this in generational in my family I can think of we had clear boundaries yeah, oh, I respected yeah. my family uh, and my parents uh, specifically but you I could see in some of the um, uh, some of the parents around me uh, that were uh, friend that, of my friends, I could see 
that they were trying to become more so of their best friend versus their parents. They wanted to please their child versus discipline their child when it was when it was needed. Right. And I could just see that uh, in the moment. And, you know, I'm st- telling my mom or my dad, look, why can't we just do what they're, you know, you know, we kind of, you know, using them as an example. And my parents were like, no, this is what's best for you. This is what uh, this is. These are the these are the biblical boundaries. And this is what we're going to stay within. And so. Uh, I think I think if you're a parent, and you're listening. Understand that you may, if you've coming from a broken family in which you didn't have really bound much boundaries, and you had that parent that was your best friend, so to speak. Understand that you can break that generational curse. Absolutely. We can get back to the Word of God and what it says. And you and you want to obviously you want your kids to to love you, and that you want them you want to have a lot of fun. You don't want to take that away, but there are certain times where you're not trying to please them, but you're much rather you're trying to please God. Right. Well, as a parent, and, and let's do this. You are listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. If if there's something that you want to talk about, especially in regard to fatherhood or motherhood or family, you know, we all have these questions. We all have questions about boundaries and how to uh, how, how to have proper boundaries. And can you have too big of a boundary? Because we're not saying not to have love for your children with your children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, definitely don't go to that extreme. And we're going to look at Jephthah in a little bit who... who who did that he focused on his career so uh but you can always check us out let us know your ideas at engage faq at afa.net engage faq at afa.net we are going to be talking about jephthah because he sacrificed his children on the altar of his career his success and he said okay you know what i i am going to succeed at all costs and jeremy why uh did you want to bring this up about jephthah well you know jephthah is found in judges 11 and the story of jephthah is he made a vow to the lord he says if you give the ammonites into my hand whoever comes out of the door of my house i will sacrifice well his daughter he said whatever right so he the his daughter comes Mm -hmm. out and because he made this vow to the lord he had to keep it but you know i think sometimes we have when it comes to our career we think, you know, I'm doing this for my kids. Right. I want my kids mm-hmm. to have a better life. I want them to succeed. I want them to have more than what I had. And we even think that what we're doing in our career is benefiting the Lord, yeah. is is giving glory and honor to the Lord. We work in a uh, in a ministry. So it's very easy for us to say, well, you know, I can stay a couple of hours extra. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And it's going to, I'm, I'm working for the Lord. Yeah. But really it's the children and our children, and it's not just specific to us, but when we prioritize our job and place our job at the forefront of our families, it's our children who tend to suffer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and so I think about that in my own life, and one of the priorities of my dad, uh, president of AFA, Tim Wildman, his priorities were God first, family second, and his occupation or his job or his ministry third. Mm-hmm. And he kept that order pretty daggum good all through. In fact, I can think of several times where he had trips planned that he would cancel in order to be at a graduation or be at a, a sporting event or, or or make sure that we were involved in church. And so yeah. having that in order is uh, allowed me early on to set those uh, set that set those priorities because mm-hmm. for about two years before I even got married, I did I would put ministry uh, uh, in front of uh, my family church. I would put I put ministry far far in front so much that I was working for God 
versus um, uh, working because God loves me. You know, I understand yep. the difference yeah. there. And I'll tell you this. I was raised, my dad was in the military. He still is in the military. So there were a lot of things that we missed out on uh, because he was, you know, on going on trips or he was doing whatever the case was. Um, and so there are times and there are jobs that are going to take you away from your family. Yeah. Uh, but when you're with your family, be yeah. with your family. All right, lastly, really quick, Jeremy, uh, what's the last bad dad on your list? Well, my last bad dad, and you talked about that generational cycle. This is Jacob. Now, if you will remember, Jacob's father did the exact same thing that Jacob did, and that is raising or elevating one child above the rest of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Jacob had a ton of kids, and I've got a lot of kids too, but not nearly as many as Jacob <laughs> did. But uh, Jacob made the mistake of raising up his son, Joseph, over the rest of his children so much so you know he he didn't mean anything by it it's just joseph was you know he was getting old in his age and joseph was the baby yeah but when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them this is genesis 37 they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him now mm. we we tend to hear horror stories about the baby and how the baby is, you know... Can get away with murder. Can get away with murder. The <laughs> oldest is the one who gets dumped on, and the middle child might as well be in the witness protection that program. That would be me. Yep. Because they have no idea that they even exist anymore. And we need to be careful about this, especially as your family gets larger and larger. But I don't think even so... You know, you can even tie this back to the first one. If you have one child, elevating that child to a position where they don't need to be can also take you back to Eli and erase those boundaries. Mm-hmm. So we need to keep in mind that we love all of our children in different ways and that we're not doing them any favors And that's favors really important. We them. do love them in different ways. I've got three kids, and each one has a different love language. Yeah. So each one needs to be loved differently. And so here's the thing. Next uh, segment, we're going to be on with Jim Shippert of One Million Dads. We've talked about the bad dads, and we're going to talk about some good dads. We're going to talk about some things that we love as fatherhood. It's going to be pretty personal. It's going to be real fun. Uh, So stick with us there. Uh, As always, you can check us out at EngageMagazine.net. Until the next segment, keep sharing truth and applying scripture.